You want to hear what the most excited man in the world sounds like? There he is. Here he is. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're back. Enjoying life. I guess. I'm assuming you're enjoying life. Maybe yeah. you're not. Oh, know. I'm enjoying it. Oh, great. Yeah. It's kind and of I'm, a dreary day. It is dreary. Well, the main thing is I'm way more fit than the last time we did this. Yeah, me too. And that's what's important for me way to announce to the fit. world. I've yes. been walking up my driveway more. Yeah. It's kind of a steep incline. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me on this podcast, but if you could, you'd be impressed. You'd be proud of me. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. We should make our photos available for our for our scores of listeners. Like neck up. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> that guy does CrossFit. He's got a beard. Right. Yeah, there we go. At least a Cody. Yeah, we can we uh, filter it to make it look like a nineteen seventies picture. That would be awesome. I think the thing I really want most though is if we could just Photoshop Hunter's hair onto my head. We could do one of those. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be an interesting. We can do look. that. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely make that my profile pic in Sugar Wise. It wouldn't work though because you like even though you don't really have hair, there's no way you had curly hair. Somebody no. did that on to my dad way back in the day. <laughs> he put his face on my body and left the hair. It was it was hilarious. You guys have seen the uh, the thing where they made the SEC coaches female, haven't you? No. Oh. What? Oh, man. Is that the it, Snapchat filter? It, yeah. yeah. It is mildly disturbing just how accurate this thing is. Mm. Like, that's exactly what that coach would look Some like. Some of as these a freaking filters are insane. Have yeah. you guys seen when Stephen A. Smith, uh, they do the filter that makes him look like a baby and then he argues with the baby <laughs> version of himself? <laughs> no. It's hilarious. <laughs> it really is really funny. Those parts of modern technology are so, so entertaining. So the topic for the day is just quoting great memes that we love. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, well, I That's have, a great podcast. I have a preteen in my house now, so I get to... Whether you I understand want, it now. Yes, right. whether I want to or not. My so. wife said, said to me last night when we were watching TV, she got mad at me because I hadn't sent her a meme in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's I just, marriage. I just feel like we're not close anymore. <laughs> I was like, I just sent you like three uh, posts on Instagram, but yeah, but you hadn't sent me a meme in a while. <laughs> That's the new measure. Okay. Yeah. So where are we headed today, John? I don't know. Yeah. Not nearly as anywhere as good as where we just were. I'm telling but you. That's okay. We're having a blast. That's what matters. Yes. I will admit to you guys, I'm kind of suffering from a lot of guilt and shame because I was just forced to listen to myself <laughs> a year ago, say say things in a very like emphatic way, like I was. This is what I'm doing this yeah, year. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I'm headed. 2020 is no, my year. You had a you had a great mindset because you you called your 2019 self out and said that dude is an idiot. Let's chisel these things down and make it a little more accomplishable. Yeah, is that a so, word accomplishable? Okay, it is now. Mm. So stay tuned. We're going to get to that in just a moment. We had some. Um, I don't want to say big changes. We had some tweaks inside the Coyote Fitness ecosystem related to SugarWide, related to offerings, and we always want to keep our listening audience informed on that. What, is, what do these changes mean? How can I take advantage of them? I mean, I believe uh, even in my way, I'm reading emails and I'm paying attention, but the thing I have trouble figuring out is, okay, where do I fit? I know yeah. all this is great, but what, what part of this is great for me? How does this apply to me? Yeah, how does this apply to me? So. Mm. So hopefully Hunter's going to be able to break that down for yeah, us since great, he designed the great. system. You did like a roundabout segue bringing up 2020 because all this happened because of what happened in 2020. Yeah, we're going to pivot. What happened in 2020? We're gonna, well, we'll uh, talk about it later. Yeah, yeah it's, it's history History books will... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most people don't like to discuss That's kind of weird to think about. Scholars like, maintain that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was there was a market disruptor. We'll say that. <laughs> mm. uh, so the the businesses or um, yeah that, that offer things to people are trying to figure out. Okay, there's a new reality out there mm -hmm. for almost everyone. Yeah, and if we're going to serve the people that are are clients of ours, 
we need to pivot and make sure we're doing that well for them. And, and Coyote's done it. Yeah. And we want to make sure people hear about it. So, yeah, so we, we realize that there's a lot of, um, you know, different types of people who are looking for different things um, outside of just coming um, into the class. And we've we've always tried to make our class program better and better and, and offer more and more. And part of that was offering SugarWide and allowing all our locations to, you know, post and track each other's scores and see what's going on and then we we added the three tracks into the class so we could you know help different people with different goals uh, achieve that but what we saw this year was you know there's a lot of people that want to be able to work out at home whether that's consistently or maybe they can't make it in on a certain day and they just need to get a quick workout at home because they want to be able to get their their 50 workouts in like the 50 workout challenge we did so we started posting the at-home version of a workout uh, last year, which would be uh, a variation where if you don't have any equipment, you could still do the the workout. Yeah, and for the record, uh, children do count as odd object. Yeah, yeah, they that's, do. Yeah, yeah, it yeah so we do odd objects. So <laughs> that, that's something really cool. Like people send us uh, pictures of them uh, doing stuff with like paint cans or stuff laundry like detergent. Yeah yeah, 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 anything. Uh, just any kind of odd object, which is kind of fun. It, it keeps it keeps it interesting if you're you're do, using something different and you can start to see like that i mean you can use all kinds of stuff for for fitness so we started doing that um you know probably back in march and it's something that we'll continue to do because you know it's just another opportunity or option for people to do uh if they can't make it to the gym and they still want to get their workout in so you know we added that at home um version to our our daily workout every day but then we kind of saw uh you know there's still different different needs that people were asking for that they wanted to do and we had um i'll kind of tell you what we had before we had our extra program which all our programs always base off of the the workout of the day so the workout of the day is the base of everything um, whether you're a competitor whether you're trying to look better you know whether you're trying to lose weight whatever everything always starts with there and then there's additional program that that goes with that and we had a competition prep and a games prep program and basically those are two different programs that were designed for two different people who are trying to compete at, you know, the competition prep is people who are trying to compete just to do better in the open, or maybe they want to do local competitions, but they're not interested in the highest level of competing. And maybe they don't have time. They don't have, you know, all that. And then the games prep is obviously for, you know, people who want to compete at the highest level and have lots of time and, and could devote, you know, pretty much their whole life to it. So those were two similar programs just with one having more than the other. And then we had our strength and conditioning program, which would be, uh, it's kind of combination is basically if people want to get stronger and or they want to either lose weight or just get better condition. So that was basically, you know, uh, twice a week, a week, extra lifting or extra rowing or biking or running, um, bonus structural work. Um, I think that was it. Uh, I, I feel like I'm missing one. No, no, we we had. So that's that's what it was. Yeah, then that was the, end, the base. Yeah. yeah. Then at the end of the year, we added our sweat program which is um, uh, our sweat class is something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. We just didn't really know how we were going to do it as far as coaching, when, when, what time of day we were going to do it. But the sweat is a separate class entirely outside of the workout of the day. And this is just basically uh, about a – it's a 45-minute class. It's basically like a 30-minute long workout, interval-type workout where it's – uh, no equipment or no barbell, sorry, uh, dumbbells, kettlebells, body weight, running, rowing, monostructural type stuff. 
and it's just designed to help you keep moving and burn calories. Okay, there's not going to be a score involved. Um, it's more of a boot camp type workout, uh, but we still uh, we see that there's a lot of that type of training going on. But you know, we see what the, uh, a lot of these other places are doing, and just really bad technique, no stretching, lots of jumping, all that type of stuff, and a lot of it leads to a lot of overuse injuries and uh, we want people to be able to do that in a safe environment where they're still doing functional movements um, they're still getting their mobility and stretching in and so we, they can do it safely and healthy health healthily so we've added that at all three of our locations and it's a three-day a week program we also post that on SugarWad. and like i said there's no score involved if you do it on SugarWad, all it is is a check mark so basically you can check and say hey these are the days that i did it um, and it's really just about like it's like the the thing says get a sweat on so we added that at the end of the year, and it's done really well. So we have that at all our locations. It's also on Sugarwad. But what we saw is, you know, with the competition prep and the games prep program or competition track and the games prep program, you know, most people were kind of just like not sure where they fell in there. Most people were just following the games prep, but just cutting some stuff out. And so we kind of wanted to add a little clarity to that. And a lot of people were doing that just because they wanted to do extra work, but they didn't really want to compete. So uh, we combined those into – one one track which is called competition and basically uh what we do with that is we post the whole program but then we also uh post a you know a um notes every single day like if your goal is to compete in the open just do better in the open or compete in a local competition just pick one of these things that you need to work on the most and prioritize the lifts typically because that's what most people need to get better at and then we also offer different variations of workout so if it's a heavier workout, we'll offer lighter weights, or if it's a higher skill, we'll offer different options for that. Just kind of helping each person individualize what they specifically want to get out of it. So we kind of combined all that into one track and then just offer a lot more guidance each day as to what uh, what each thing is, what the goal is, and so help you figure out what you want to do. Um, and then we added a whole nother track in replace of the, of the one we, that we missed um, that we took out and that's called our physique track. And this is something that people have been really excited about. And uh, it just meets a, a need. There's a lot of people that want to do extra work, and they really just want to do do it to look better. They want to look look better on the beach. They want to look better naked. They want to get, you know, just, you know, feel more confident in their body. And let's face it, that's what most people join the gym to do is to look better. And so this is a program that's two days a week supplemental. It's about 30 minutes of extra work, and it's going to be, um, just a lot of bodybuilding type stuff. A lot of stuff that I used to do way back before I started CrossFit, you know, I did that for probably 15 years. Um, and bodybuilding is it not only is it going to make you look better, but it's also going to help prevent injury, which is a really cool thing because it's building up muscles that uh, we don't get used as much in the class. Um, and it, it's kind of a good complement to the class in that it allows uh, people to be able to uh, work on movements and movement patterns and muscles that that don't get worked as much so that they can kind of balance their body out and um and stay healthy and also make them look better as well so the that's, big point there just to interrupt you yeah. the big point there is that it's complementary to what's going on around it and that, that's right. a big problem we've noticed over yeah. the years is like people are wanting to do extra work but they're not choosing the right things very very good point yeah you know yeah a lot of we'll see people like looking up oh, i want to you know get bigger arms or whatever the case may be and look online and find some program or I, they want, I want to get a stronger squat. So they'll find the squat program and they'll just do that after the class. And it's just a terrible idea because that program is not meant to go with the class. And it's just a recipe for disaster. I've been there and you think you can take all these pieces and put them together 
but they don't fit together and they they set you up to start getting injured you start your knee starts hurting your shoulder starts hurting you get overworked your body doesn't know what to do like you and you can plateau or even get worse i mean i've done stuff like that and i've literally gotten worse by doing it even though i'm doing more work which is really frustrating so all this is all this is meant to go together so you do the class and then you do the extra work but the extra work complements the class and it fits with it and it's going to help you make progress and not stunt your progress so um yeah that's a great point yeah. uh so yeah the the physique track um it's going to be lightweight high reps um different type movements um still based off functional movements i mean you're not going to see us um squatting on a, a bosa ball and doing you know <laughs> dead dead bug bench press and all this crazy stuff that people want to throw in there just to to instagram it yeah exactly yeah. like yeah. oh look at this cool movement that i'm doing okay well all right that's cool it's not doing anything <laughs> um so anyways so we're still focusing on stuff that's going to help you you know reach your goals and people have really enjoyed that and so um yeah that, so those are our, our tracks we got our workout of the day obviously which everything bases around that outside of the sweat class the sweat class is its own thing separate thing but a lot of people are doing that um on top of the class which is fine because it's not really gonna you know overuse your muscles or anything it's more of a, a conditioning piece uh and then we have our um we still have our strength and conditioning track which is like i said the extra strength and or extra um rowing running biking whatever and then we have our competition track which people who want to compete they can kind of find their way in that inside of that and there's guidance posted in that and then we have our physique track uh which is for people who want to look look good better and so- then uh on with our workout of the day, we have we still have the three fitness performance and competition, uh, which is designed for um, people with different goals, and we also have the at home version of the workout of the day as well. Yeah, so there's there's plenty of programming available. Yes. No, no doubt about it. So um, our our gym has done the job of saying, okay, we're going to predict uh, as many people as possible. We're going to shotgun this. But it doesn't mean we're going to reduce quality of any of it. Right. It's all going to be top quality programming. So for the people listening, they're like, all right, step one, get to the workout of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't yeah. confuse that. Start with that. Always. Get to the workout of the day. We're always going to say you want to be training more days than you're resting, but you do want to have days that you are resting. So mm-hmm. let's check that box. Then after that, you need to determine what your goals are and what you're looking to do. And then the other side of that that you, you guys have constantly been uh, teaching for years and years is pick, pick a track and stick with it yeah. so you can see the results, you can get some metrics. So yeah. if, if you're a person who's like, hey, I just, um, I'm not really looking to participate in weekend competitions. Um, I do want to continue to pursue my health, but I'd like to get a little bit stronger because I'm frustrated in these workouts of the day. Yeah. I just can't get to that performance track. It's just a little too heavy. Okay, perfect. You need to do that strength and conditioning. If you're a person who's at the wide and you're like, you know what? I'm not really that concerned about going up to the performance track in the workout, but I am frustrated that I added eight pounds because of quarantine. You're like, perfect. Well, we've got the sweat. You know, you need to get in there and do that. It's not going to compromise that. And then we've got the physique. That's going to also train your your muscle base, add muscle mass, help you burn fat. Mm-hmm. So there's a very clear track. The, the key, though, is for every athlete has to be – very clear on what it is they actually want. Yeah, that's a great point. And and you're right, you know, we're very confident that with what we have, we can service and uh, offer help to just about anybody and what, whatever their goals are, whether it's compete at the CrossFit Games or lose 100 pounds. We're in, we, we know that what we offer can help any, any, anything and everything inside of that. 
Um, you don't need a, spe a special program just for you. Um, and I've talked about this before, like the, the idea that a person could generate the perfect program for you specifically. I mean, that's just an absurd idea in general. Um, but we, you know, we can help anybody reach their specific goals through these different tracks. The, what the trick is you have to determine what you want to do and then we can point you in the direction. Um, if you want to live a fit and healthy life, work out of the day, four to five days a week for the rest of your life. And you're going to be great. You know, mm -hmm. very, you know, depending on what your goals are, you can do the fitness version or the performance version or the competition version. But if you do that four to five days a week for the rest of your life, you're going to be in phenomenal shape. But then, like you said, if you want to get stronger, you're frustrated because you want to be able to lift a little bit more weight, then we have a strength supplement for you to do twice a week, 30 minutes of extra work. You don't need to be doing a, uh, you know, a 10 week squat cycle. Five or, by five yeah. You don't need yeah. to be doing all this crazy stuff. You just do this and you're going to get stronger. Or if you want to lose some extra weight, maybe depending on what you specifically are with your body scan, whether you need to put on muscle or, you know, some people need to put on muscle to lose weight or some people just need have plenty of muscle and they need to lose lose fat so we could determine whether you need to do some extra strength work or some extra conditioning work or some extra of both or if you just want to look better with your shirt off we got the physique track and then if you want to compete from local competitions all the way up to the crossfit games and anywhere in between we got you covered and so um and then if you can't make it to the gym we have a and you don't have any equipment we have a version for you to do it without any equipment um and then if you want to do functional movements but you don't want to ever touch a barbell we have a sweat version of it, of that for you. Um, so I, we, we've really worked at seeing what do people want, what do our clients want, and determined um, and tried to come up with the best possible option for each one of those people, and we really are confident that we can help pretty much everybody. Yeah, you covered it. And the great part about it is it, it's true to what the philosophy has always been. You guys believe, we believe, in remaining fit, being the in the shape of our lives, being as healthy as we've ever been. And for a long time, we've been using CrossFit to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And CrossFit is still the base, but we're uh, exploring all sorts of other versions of uh, functional fitness and movements. So, so we're not departing from the CrossFit modality, so to speak, but we're able to tweak it for the needs of the client. Let me let me speak to that real quick because that's something that I've uh, a big mistake that I made uh, when I first started, and um, that we've completely done a 180 on was you. Like I said before, I did. I worked out at a regular gym for probably 15 years and did bodybuilding type stuff and all and performance training, sports training, all that type of stuff. Well, I started CrossFit and I just couldn't believe how much progress I made in one month doing it. And I was like, this is far superior than anything I've ever done. And I've done it all. Everybody needs to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like trying to ram it down everybody's throat. You know, you need to be doing this. You need to be and, and performance based. Let's get you stronger. Let's get PRs, all that type of stuff. Well, not everybody wants to do that, and not everybody needs to do that. We still believe in constantly very functional movement at relatively high intensity. We know that that's the best way to train, and we know that's going to help you, um, you know, make the most progress, um, get healthy. But there's lots of different variations of that, and so it's not just trying to to jam this one specific workout down somebody's throat. It's like, hey, we're going to offer a lot of different varieties variations based off of these principles that we've learned over 10 years of doing this um and to help as many different people as we can and so um that's kind of where we've changed is let's meet our people where they're at and 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 
point them in direction of something that's going to help them meet spe- their specific goals instead of trying to force them into inside of this one thing that we're trying to offer. And, and so that's why we have different, different workout tracks, different extra programs for different types of people. And so we've really tried to provide as many different offerings as people as we can instead of trying to force everybody into one thing. Yeah, it shows too. I mean, if you were to pull up to the parking lot of any of our locations and watch athletes walk in, you couldn't say, oh, there's one type of person that, yeah. that works out here that's oh, yeah. getting fit here. And that's that's awesome to me. That's a great measure. Absolutely. If you view a class, you're like, wow, there are a lot of different kind of people in here from very young athletes. You can tell they're trying to get better at their sport, uh, their specific sport and build strength. You got people that are trying to stay uh, fit in uh, de- upper decades, let's say that, right. the upper decades of their life. And then you have people who are like coming off those college years, like the prime is over as we talk yeah. about all the time. And they're trying to get that sense of competition and camaraderie. And it's, it's a system that's working beautifully. And I think we should say here for the people that are listening, there is, you're never outside of arm's reach of a coach that would be willing to walk you through this in person to listen to what your goals are. And, and no coach is going to be confused about what the next step is going to be. Mm-hmm. Have that conversation. Don't sit in that confusion and just don't just wing it yeah. you know because the odds are and I say this as, a, as an athlete the average guy that walks in if you just try to wing it you're probably going to make some mistakes that don't line up with your goals yeah um, and and we haven't mentioned this yet we should probably do this before we close the segment there's also um, a way to pay attention to nutrition that isn't intimidating that's very helpful that's going to investigate what's blocking you there I mean there's just no stone uh, that has yeah. been left unturned here yeah to pursue fitness. Yeah. So let's, uh, real quick. So for the sugar wad thing, um, basically we've done all this type of stuff. And so we've, what we've created is a sugar wad only membership. So you want to be a part of the coyote family. Um, you, but you don't, you don't come to the gym. You, maybe you have a home gym and you work out at home and there are some people that, that have determined that that works better for them, you know, based off what happened last year. And that's completely fine. Um, we want to be able to support you in that, or maybe you live, in Timbuktu or, you know, wherever you live across the world or you live in another state and we don't have a location and, um, we don't have a location there yet. And, um, maybe you want to still be a part of of what we're doing and follow our track. We have that option. It's $29 a month. Um, which, which is, I mean, a pretty awesome deal just based off of what you get in my opinion. Um, and so you're going to have access to everything that we offer on SugarWild. You can post, follow everything that everybody's doing. Um, uh, just reach out to us through social media. Um, you can send me an email at hunter at coyote.fitness if you're interested in doing that. Um, we will be making it private, so you have to have a password to be able to get onto it. So um, just let us know if, if that's something that you're interested in. Another thing that we've, we've found through all this is that there's a lot of people who want some extra coaching um, uh, outside of class. So uh, personal training, what do they want? Um, to work on it, uh, get a certain skill. Uh, it could be sitting down with a coach for 30 minutes and setting goals and all that type of stuff. You know, there's a million different things and lots of people have different things they want to work on. And so we have created an additional membership option for our on-site people who want to have that consistent, um, meeting with a coach, personal, uh, training type. So it's, you're, it's an additional membership where you're getting two 30 minute sessions a month with a coach, personal training, working on whatever you want to work on, whether you want to learn, finally learn double unders or whether you want to learn how to squat better or whether you want to talk about goals or all that type of stuff. And you're also getting a, a free in body scan every month, uh, on, with that membership. So if you're interested in, you know, getting a recurring 
personal training option with a coach. Um, that's an option for you as well. And then we still have the diet coaching, which has grown tremendously because people have had so much success with it. And we, I, we talk about how, you know, um, with the class, um, you know, every, we can fit everybody and we offer something for everybody. What we've seen is the diet coaching is where some people really need that one-on-one and consistency because um, I, I had this conversation with Caleb and he was talking about like, it's hard because once you kind of set something, set the numbers with somebody and kind of help them with the, uh, with, you know, what to buy every time, every, every month, it's hard if, if they're doing it consistently, you know, to, to have a topic to talk about every month when you check in. And I was like, well, sometimes people are just paying for the accountability because they know you're going to be asking. That's right. And, and I mean, let's be honest, accountability sometimes is the most valuable thing out there. That's what a lot of people need. A lot of there, I would say the vast majority of our members know what they need to be doing. They just need somebody that's going to hold them accountable and know that they're going to be checking in with them consistently. Some some don't. Some still don't have any idea how much protein they need to be eating, and they don't know what they need to buy at the store, and that's what the diet coaching is is for, is somebody that can help you do that. But a lot of times it's just accountability and checking in with them every month and you know, send them an email once a week saying, how did your week go or whatever. And, and that can be all it takes to, to push somebody over to the, to the next, you know, to the next level. So, um, that's, that's another option as well, because you can, you know, you can't out train a bad diet. You can work out six days a week and, 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 you know, come in and push yourself hard every single day. But if you're eating like crap, um, every weekend, your body's not going to change a whole lot. So that's, that's why we really focus on that. And it's, it's, had tremendous, tremendous success. And some of the, I mean, I love the body scan because you can see it on paper, the numbers of people, just body fat, just plummeting, which is really cool. So, yeah, everybody knows, let's just say it this way. You're going to row faster. If someone's watching your monitor, like accountability, there's no doubt about it. Accountability yep. works. So we got a really great combination here and yep. we have awesome programming, tons of options based on where you're starting as an athlete. Mm -hmm. You've got the nutrition piece that's we've seen frustrate people over 10 years yeah. is frustrated. Some of the best athletes that Coyote has seen come through. So we're trying to solve that. You also have that communal accountability piece that just, there's no way to put a monetary value to that. Mm -hmm. It's going to get you closer to your goals way faster. So you can establish new goals. So our encouragement is just to take advantage of all this work that's going on behind the scenes don't let it just sit there. There's nothing more frustrating than putting in reps and not seeing results. Mm -hmm. There's a high chance you're working sideways. You can let a coach, a member of the Cody Fitness staff, walk you through next steps for you. That could be the most important thing probably that you'll do in 2021 is having that honest conversation with a knowledgeable coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, that's one thing we don't want. We don't want – we want people to constantly be making progress. And if you feel like you're not making progress or you've plateaued – we want to try to steer you in in the direction that um, that is going to help you get there. And you might not like what we have to say. We might we, you might not want you might want to try to do it all on your own. But we we know without a shadow of a doubt that we have the tools that can help anybody succeed. Um, and if you will commit to it, and if you'll be um, you know open and vulnerable and honest with us about what's going on and let us help you, I promise you we can get you where you want to go if you'll do it. You know, but at the end of the day, you're the one that has to do the work. And then uh, one final thought on the SugarWad only option: we are going to be adding a remote coaching option as well, which would be where you can have a check in with a coach um, once a month and kind of discuss how the month went and and um, you know also video review on technique on lifts and that type of stuff. Uh, we still are working on that. 
Um, we've had we've had some um, some kinks on that, so we have haven't been able to start that yet. But we will be starting it in the future. Where if you're doing the sugar wild only option and working out at home in your garage or at another gym somewhere else, you will be able to check in with one of our coaches consistently and and still get that that accountability and that coaching um, from remote from remote. So um, that's another option we're working on. Cool, man. Coyote's getting better. Uh, yeah, we want you to get better with us. I wanted to finish with saying this. This is our promise to you guys is that we will always try to continue to improve our product. And that's what you see here. We think this is a much better product and we're trying to help, help um, you guys more and more and try to um, continue to, to, to offer better and better stuff. And so if we see something that needs to be improved, we're going to work on it. If we see uh, our facility that needs to be improved, we're constantly going to try to make it better and better. And so we will always, we're never just going to settle and rest and say, oh, we've arrived. We're happy with where we are. We're always going to try to improve every every area. And so that's that's our promise is that we will always be trying to improve what we're offering, improve um, so we can help our members more and more. So Awesome. You know what else has improved? What? Outside the box! <laughs> Wow. Why'd you turn away? Just get a little reverb. Oh, just kind of that's vibey. smart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm learning. So here's the part of this episode where we actually have to face our own ability and or inability to do what we say we want to do. Oof. This we're we're just leading the way here and admitting that you can set lofty goals. Sometimes you meet them, sometimes you don't. Oof. Yep. Let's all acknowledge that 2020, everybody gets a hard pass on doing anything for any reason ever. However, thank goodness. Yes. However, we did meet some goals or portions thereof, which should be encouraging to a few people, right? Yeah. A few people. Yeah. So no matter what comes into your life, no matter what disruption you experience, there's a way to still find, stay committed or find commitment again, I think is most people's story. Uh, so we actually, Hunter made us sit here for 15 <laughs> minutes and, and uh, listen to these things that we said uh, so many episodes ago. It's like fingernails screeching on a Yeah, it's like, chalkboard. oh, please. I was just thinking, Ben, stop. Stop. Just don't. <laughs> don't don't, <laughs> don't, don't do another goal, man. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we'll, we'll do something a little different. We'll start with me here. So what are we doing? We're yeah, we're going to review goals. what our goals were that we set on this podcast at the beginning of 2020. Going into the Yeah, year. we're going to say whether we met them or not or some version of them and probably begrudgingly leak out some goals because now I know I'm going to have to listen to them. At the, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to have more goals. Yeah, <laughs> more goals. So, all right, so I, I played it safe, which makes a lot of sense for me. <laughs> I, that was so funny when we were listening to it. Ben's like, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I did was I used a lot of words to only say two goals. Uh, so we'll keep it a little bit tighter this year. So I said that I wanted to have more consistency. I wanted to move to that five day a week inside of the gym. Uh, obviously struggled with that through quarantine, then emerged after quarantine a month later after Coyote had already opened. Uh, I was just in that kind of fear place at that time. But I did get back in there and thank goodness Coyote Fitness issued a 50 workout challenge mm. right there in October uh, because I was struggling and I decided that I was going to try to meet the challenge. And this just in, I hit my 50th workout on New Year's Eve. <laughs> that a boy. That, that is a Ben storyline right there. Yep. Hunter was counting up. He was like 47, 48. And I was like, oh, please be 49. I've only got one more day. Uh, so yeah, the, the shirt's on its way, but yeah, the 50 workout challenge, I did meet that, but here's the big thing is that it got me in a new pattern for this year, which I'll get to in just a minute. Um, reading in the card system, 
I started it. I got a whole system built and then stopped. This is based on Ryan Holiday. For people that are reading and want to remember what they've read and potentially become writers one day, uh, the good news is I picked that system back up. I think I'm on my 58th card from my seventh book or something wow. like that. So I'm, I'm getting it rolling. You, you've got 58 cards over seven books or from your seventh book? Uh, 58 cards total over seven books okay, yeah cool. over, but because if you if you dial the system in you're not really supposed to have a ton of cards from every book yeah it's like get the big things yeah the get big the points. big picture out of yeah I, I started out wrong i was like every highlight was turning into a card which is <laughs> a bad idea <laughs> this is going to take forever to yeah get but i did read uh brene brown uh, in one of those and man she had a lot of a research-based book is going to produce more cards i figured that out oh absolutely so uh, like a ryan holiday or Robert Green book is going to have like you're going to want to highlight every single page. Yes, yeah. because that's what it is. It's they do a lot of research and then spit that out. Yeah. So, so here's what happened. I had some goals. I completely just started drinking milkshakes during quarantine. And didn't <laughs> didn't meet any of them. Uh, but around August, I picked back up. And thank goodness, it, I can say this very genuinely, because of the help of Cody, I got back in the game. And I'm, I'm not starting 2021 at a deficit. So uh, big goals for this year. Um, I want to advance control of my finances, which that's going well so far. Uh, I think I'm going to stay in that. I'm using setting quarterly goals to make that happen. Uh, and then I want to make 250 workouts this year, borrowing from Hunter's goal last year. And uh, mainly just so that Tim Bell will have to buy me a steak <laughs> or maybe two, depending mm. on the mood I'm in. And uh, as of this recording, I will hit 18 today. a boy. So, I mean, I'm pretty much already there. So it's 250 workouts, just five a week for the whole year. Five with two weeks, weeks off. 50 weeks. Two weeks with off. Two weeks off. Yeah. Two weeks off. So mm. you're accounting for one COVID and one flu. Are you That's a fiver or a sixer? I've been a sixer because uh, I have a fear-based personality. So yeah. I'm like, something's going to move in there and take mm -hmm. a week away from me. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm getting ahead and prepping for that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's on track as well. My reading has really picked up again with the card system. So I haven't really changed many of my goals. I've just taken my 2020 goals and I'm building on them. I'm going to see I how like that, that works. Yeah. I like that. So that's where I am. Yeah. Chase you up. Sure, I'll go. Did I disguise my failure well enough in yeah, that you did. segment? Okay, I didn't good. even it listen. It sounds like you succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something The I journey did. along the way. Yeah, that was right. a success. Yeah. Um all right. I had three last year. Um let's start. I have them right here. Yeah, let's, let's start read with the them first off, one. Yeah. one of them I kind of cheated. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, kind of a cheat goal. Chase was supposed to. This is the this is the name of the segment now. I was Great. supposed to. Chase was supposed to save 15% for a down payment on a home because he was going to be a father for a while. Not sure what that phrase was about. <laughs> uh, then you were going to roll into cooking six meals a week at home, mm -hmm. consuming those at home as well. And then you were going to become more organized, general category, in your work life. That was kind of the cheat. Like, <laughs> I could buy a no binder and that. Get, yeah, check that right. off the Yeah, more organized. List. Yeah, I took a more direct route to work in my vehicle. More organized. Yeah. I just moved closer. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so the, the first one, uh, for the sake of success, you can kind of split it into two goals. 15% uh, would have been hard regardless, but 2020 made it extremely hard but we were able to buy a house just in general uh so that was pretty cool so we had a kid and bought a house in the same year and you did have Good a year. percentage it just wasn't quite 15 yeah it was uh it was like nine or ten or something like that it wasn't bad it wasn't hey, it's like, still good yeah 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 that's really good um 
to the six meals eaten at home in the week. Um, I Quarantine think, on, softball goal. Honestly, <laughs> I think averaged out over the year probably did that. Um, and Raising Cane's was closed, wasn't it? Yeah. For a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wendy's was like, hey, where have the hammocks been? <laughs> <laughs> They're like calling you. Hey, Dude, where, you okay? UK? Are you good? <laughs> We're yeah, having to figure out a different way to pair a light bill this month. I don't know. <laughs> Once we realized that we weren't going to die just by walking outside, we eventually ventured back out into the drive through world. Some people that don't realize that. Boy, that was a thing, wasn't it? It was like, do oh, not go outside, you so, will die. Yeah, I think people think they're going to die if they don't drive without a mask on. Oh, that's we that is one there. of the more confusing <laughs> things I see. Is people, I, I, I just well, don't whatever. get that. I just assume they forget it's there. Like they're surely, so used to it. Yeah, honestly, I'm at the point now. I I realized this the other day in Kroger. I don't even notice masks on people's faces anymore when I'm grocery shopping. But the second I see a nose, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, there's a nose. <laughs> oh, if, if you see somebody without a mask on, you're like, what is Whoa, going on? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Put that down. Now we can just say they're like, well, I got the vaccine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. I'm a nurse. Oh, uh, I'm a nurse. Yeah. Um, so yeah, number two, I think I accomplished, uh, Probably, like you said, a softball, given the circumstances. Number three, get organized, more organized with my job. Um, I actually think I did do that because I switched. I'd never had a, a task in my job that required a weekly rhythm to accomplish a repetitive thing. So we started a podcast at the church. We mm-hmm. started like weekly uploads and stuff like that. And uh, got fairly consistent with that. Uh, it was quite a change. And then also there was the the quarantine type church that we had going on. Oh man. Where yeah. we were producing an online service from scratch every week. That was interesting. Um, but we never miss a Sunday. So I'm calling it a success. That's right. And um, the lobby music was a complete hit. So yes, a lot of lo-fi right. hip hop, all these 60 year olds not knowing what they're listening to. So Great. it's interesting that like quarantine in your goals in a weird way actually helped you achieve them. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not in a way that you would have wanted, but yeah. you got there. I'd rather have failed the goals than have to deal with quarantine, <laughs> but here we are. Right. So where are you headed 2021? That's the big That's question. That's a good question. Um, I think I really I really want to try to get more concerted effort towards reading or um, stealing from something you talked about a few weeks ago, listening to books. Mm-hmm. Um, the more, like, uh, you know, authors more and more are starting to read their own books, and oh. it just changes the experience of, yeah. of taking in a book. Uh, McConaughey, McConaughey is a great example of that. Uh, yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, stuff like that. Jocko. Yes. Mm. So I think I, wa- I want to start uh, maybe trading off some of my podcast listening for more book listening, even though I think I, I get good stuff from podcasts that I listen to. I think it's just, I don't know, it's something different to try out this year. Um, so I pro- I think a goal that I kind of want to go about is like, reading like five physical books this year and then listening to, I don't know the, the actual number on that because that's a little more attainable than five. Uh, yeah, it ha- listening happens quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, it's crazy if you listen when you're driving, like how much time you can, uh, you know, accumulate listening to podcasts or books or something. Yeah. You yeah. Most, most books are on Audible that I've, the the kind that I listen to, they're roughly five to six hour listens. And you can get that knocked out in a couple of weeks. Oh easy. man, easy. 
Totally yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm with you. I'm not going to abandon the podcast because there's so much like quick current information, yeah. real life figuring and plus out. Plus I just enjoy it. So I'm yeah, not going to take yeah, yeah. But I think it's, I compare it to if you were to open up your Spotify and only listen to one genre yeah. Yeah. for an entire year. Podcast you, burnout is definitely a real thing. It is a like real you, thing. Like you, sometimes it's just like, there's so much fluff built in there. By the end of the week, you're like, I need something different than this. Yeah. yeah. It's like really get, dense get more content. to the point. Yeah. Exactly. Less ums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those, um, those are good goals. I think number two, this one's going to be tricky because, you know, 2020 is over, but it's not really. Um, my wife is a self-employed. Uh, she's a wedding photographer. And spoiler alert, not many people got married last year. What? I know. It's crazy. Uh, so in, financial goals hey, are a little. this year there's going to be a whole lot of people oh, getting man. married. Yes. yes. Every Which weekend. Sound, that sounds fantastic. Hopefully that's the case. Uh, but it kind of changes some financial goals. Um or like, you know, what can be obtainable. But I think um, it'd be awesome to try and buy a new vehicle this year. I think that's a goal I want to have. Sweet. Uh, and not have like a ridiculous payment, mm. you know. That'll be the challenge. Yeah. yeah. Your your goals are just st- steps down the American dream every year. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a kid and buy a house. I think I'm going to buy a car. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Easy peasy. That's right. Yeah. Well, we will all weep. When the Mazda drives away for the last time. I'm not all. <laughs> all right, Hunter, what have you got? This will, it, we should have, well, no, we did this right. Hunter should go yeah, last. Le- yeah, re- read off what my, my goals were from last year. <laughs> all right, Hunter's like, yeah, let me celebrate a moment. <laughs> uh, all right, let's start with a big one. This is like the world should celebrate this for every person that does it. You decided you wanted to pay off your student loans. You also decided you were going to have 250 workouts logged in Sugarwide. There's a backstory there I hope you tell. You were investigating becoming an author, writing a book, mm-hmm. and you were going to say no to sugar, the nutritional kind, for a year. No to sugar for a year. <laughs> uh, which I wasn't real clear with the way you said it. Even the sugar that's hiding in alcohol, or is that a different category? No, it was going to be it was like, going to be like uh, processed sugar, like sweets and can just candy, yeah, like not warheads. Yeah, and, not yeah. like fruit and stuff like okay, that. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. So a certain type of yeah refined sugar or whatever for a year. All right. So let's start with the top student loans, check or no check. Yeah. So I, I actually did that. Um, and I think I did it on December 31st, uh, <laughs> nice. which was pretty cool. T-shirt I, on the way. Yeah, That's right. Um, like it, it was, I mean, 10 years, I paid on student loans, 10 years, uh, looking back on how much I paid on it honestly makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, just thinking about if I had taken that money and put it in uh, 401k or, you know, a, a index fund or something. Um, but at the end of the day, I paid them off. And then now if they forgive student loans this year, I'm going to be furious, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do look at it this way. Like I had the, it, I had the, I learned a lot, a big lesson. Like if you take on, um, if you, you got to pay the consequences of what you, uh, you know, you take on, I'm the one that signed those student loans and I, you know, when I was 2019, 20, 2021, I was like, I'll pay them off. No big deal. And then here I was 35 at 35 and I'm like over to, uh, yeah, over 10 years I paid on those. Um, and I was still having to pay on them. So, but I mean, it's a huge weight off my back. Um, so anyways, it, it motivated me and I, I did a lot of stuff. I started another business this year. Um, and that was the main reason I was able to do that. If, um, I, if I didn't have those student loans, I know I wouldn't be where I'm at, um, as far as financially and, and business wise, because it has driven me to do that. So it's yeah. cool. 
Yeah, it's like taking a bad situation, turning it for yeah, good. Yeah, and I think about that, like, if they forgive student loans and all these people are just let off the hook for them, like, they're not going to learn that lesson, and they're going to they're gonna learn it somewhere else. Like, you, like they might sign another loan, and then they're, they're not going to forgive that loan, and you're going to have to pay it eventually. So, anyways, um, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I paid now. Maybe you'll pay later. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still a little bit of anger there, but that's all right. Yeah, you know, that's okay. <laughs> Speaking of twenty twenty, continue. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so Sugarwad two fifty. Yeah, so we can confirm you made it. I did. I did make that. Uh, I, it was closer than I thought because I thought I was going to get that for sure. Um, I'm, I set that goal because the year before I had been um, traveling a ton to Oxford. I was working a lot, like working crazy hours, coaching a lot, and um, I just whenever I was making the decision, whether it was the business or my workout, I always picked the business, which was the opposite of what it used to been, but that's fine. Um, so I was like, I got to get back in, on track and get in shape again. And so 250 was a kind of a goal I set, which 250 means you work out five days a week, um, for 50 weeks with two weeks off, um, which I think is pretty sustainable. I got that. I think the, the last week of the year, second to last week of the year, I was able to get it. I got right over 250 and the first half, you know, if you look at my sugar wad, the first half of the year um, wasn't super consistent. It was better than the year before, but the second half of the year, I was really dialed in, especially through that 50 workout challenge. It was kind of what I do now is I set my goal every week to work out six days a week just because I feel better every day that I work out. And then if I mess up and only get five, that's fine. But I've I've learned that if I set my goal at five days a week and I'm if and I mess up and get four, then four, I just don't quite feel as good. So I, I set my goal for six every week. Some week I get six, some weeks I get five, but uh, either way, I'm happy. Totally where I am. I'm just following your lead there. Yeah. So uh, the lesson there is you can you can kind of start off with a wobble and you can correct and yeah. still meet your goal. I mean, I had to get six consistently for a while to be able to, to make up for it, but yeah, I got it. Yeah. I had people watching. I thought maybe you were double dipping on a few days. Like I'd, I'll do this class twice and count it twice, nah, but you didn't do you it. You can't because on, on sugar wide, it only shows the days you're active. Yeah. yeah what if I right. do two different tracks in one day? Yeah, yeah, so, no. yeah. We, trust me. I tried to figure out how to cheat. It, it just wasn't going to work. What if I'm really disciplined for one week? Do I get credit? No. And that and, and that's the whole point of it is you, you, it's about consistency and that's what we preach over and over. It's consistency over time. Yeah. All right. So writing a book, this also has like, didn't meet the goal, no, but didn't, didn't meet some things related to the goal. Yeah, no, I, I didn't do that. And I just, at this point, I just, I don't have the time or the mental space to be able to do that. I still want to do it. And hopefully my goal is hopefully to get to that point in a few years, um, to where I can, uh, do that. But I've just, I got a lot of irons in the fire right now and I just can't, can't add another one in there. Yeah. But I think we should say though, you're, um, there are things that you have in your life that are those atomic habits that are building your skill to be able yeah. to do that one day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've, you know, through all the books I've read, I've highlighted and I, I still need to go back and do the note cards, like you said. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I eventually will do that. And, and that's definitely on my radar. And it's something that I really want to do. One thing I've, I've been thinking a lot about is, um, as far as my life and, you know, in general, um, what will, when I'm, 80 or, you know, on my deathbed or whatever, what would I regret the most not doing? And that's near the top of the list. Mm. So, um, I know that I need to do that. You know, I'm, uh, we talked about regret before on, on the previous podcast and I don't really regret anything in my life. Um, and I'm really happy with, with everything because I went for things, even though that I didn't achieve a lot of things that I wanted to do. I went, I, I devoted myself to it. So I don't regret any of that, but looking back, that's kind of how I want to live the rest of my life is, 
if I don't do this, will I regret it? And so that's something that's definitely at the top. So I will do that. Um, I just got to get, I, I have, I've kind of laid out a plan for, for how I want the next couple of years to go. Um, and if that comes to fruition, then that'll free me up a lot of time, um, to be able to write. And that's, you know, I want to do a lot of writing. So that's, that's in the future. Yeah. You, you saying I've got a plan. That sounds like something you'd say. <laughs> so there's yeah. a plan. Yeah. yeah. I have a plan. I have a plan. It's a lengthy plan and I'm going to stick to it. All right. Recommends. I've actually been looking forward to this. Oh, I, I, you didn't even ask me what my goals were for this year. I don't care. You're, <laughs> you're going to meet them. Who cares? Just tell us at the end. So I would assume you've got that 250 is going to hang yeah, out. Yeah. So, um, kind of what I looked at this year was I want to set basically not just goals, but minimums and kind of what are the minimums that I want to do, um, kind of for the rest of my life? And I've got, I think I've kind of played around with different numbers and different stuff, but, um, I just kind of, I've kind of set minimums for different areas of my life. And if I can do those every single year, I feel, I'll feel really happy. Number one is a 250. I think that's very attainable and I feel really good if I can do that. Um, and you can track it easily on SugarWide. And like I said, set, set a goal every week for six workouts a week. If I only get five, I'm still on track. Um, so the 250, and I put that out on my Instagram and, and Facebook and just challenged a lot of other people. And I think people are really excited about it. And I told you, you know, it kind of came from, I was talking to you and Tim about it and mm-hmm. said, I'm going to do that again this year. And you guys said, you want to do it? And I said, I'd take you out to, to a steak dinner if you if if all three of us achieved it and now everybody else wants in and sorry <laughs> He's gonna guys. take you like the outback yeah. or something yeah. yeah yeah um but um yeah i yeah i would i would encourage just about anybody to do that because it's a great goal it's easy to track it's easy to it, it just the numbers work out really well so 250 uh workouts we um, should say our hope is or my hope is once we get to that steak dinner that like we're taking up half of a restaurant yeah because oh, that'd be great everybody's there celebrating yeah yeah you guys all can come and you just you're, can't just, sit at you're not table. sitting at our table and I'm not paying for your meals. <laughs> you can I promise you, two you of can, you, not I, 200 I told a bunch of people, I was like, yeah, you can come. Just you can't sit at our table. You got to sit at the table next to ours. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. Steven Soller. Yeah, like you're not getting in on this, buddy. <laughs> but you can come. But you yeah. can be there. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyways, so yeah, 250, uh, 50 books. I think that's really sustainable. And, you know, two years ago, I set the goal of 100. And that was, I mean, you just got to read a lot, a lot. How you close got, did you get? He made it. I, I got a hundred. Oh, you did two okay. years ago. Yeah, yeah I got a hundred. I literally left the New Year's Eve party and went home to finish my last book to get a hundred. I, I promise you. I my see wife, a trend of New my, Year's goals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but getting checked to off. me, to me, it's like achieving the goal. Like whether I had finished it at eleven thirty that night or twelve twelve thirty a.m. the next day doesn't really matter. But to me, it's like if I set a goal, I want to achieve it because it's really important that I actually do that, and I. I'm holding myself accountable. And, um, so anyways, that's always how I've been is I, I want to do that. So you backed um, it down to 50. Yeah. So 50 to me is sustainable. Cause I didn't hit 50 this past year. Like I got thrown way off. Like I said before, I, I had, I have a lot of irons in the fire and I got consumed with something else. And, and so I, um, I didn't read near as much and I, it was really hard for me to read during quarantine for some reason. I just couldn't focus on books or whatever. Mm. It's um, too easy to read in quarantine. Yeah, this so it's this not isn't a challenge. Yeah. No, no. It's <laughs> like literally like my mind just would wander. I don't know. It, it was weird. It was a weird time, but, um, 50 for me is sustainable. I feel like, like, like finishing one book a week. Um, I can do that. So I want it for, you know, 50 a year. I think I can do that. Um, and then, do you count uh, listening as part of that? No, or you I have to read it? I, I've tried to listen. I just can't do it's it. It's not for you. Yeah, I just can't. To me, it, I got to read it. Um, and then um, journaling. I've started journaling again, and I want to journal every single day, um, even if it's just one or two two lines. And was that before or after Matthew's 
book McConaughey? Uh, it was after. Um, Great inspiration. It yeah. was. And I've journaled in the past and I got away from it. And it's just a way for me to kind of organize my thoughts. And so journal, uh, actually, uh, Jacob from the gym gave me a, a journal and um, I thought that was really cool. Um, and so I've actually been writing in that um, as, as my journal. And then um, I haven't done a good job of this, but I want to start posting um, on social media again on Instagram specifically. Um, and then I, I don't even get on Facebook, but I just let it go to Facebook as well. So I'll post stuff on Instagram and then people on Facebook will respond to it or send me a message about it. And I'll, I won't see it because I don't get on it. So I feel bad yeah. about it. But um, if you sent me a message on Facebook and I haven't responded, I'm sorry, I don't get on it anymore. I deleted the app. But um, on Instagram, and I just want to post more um, health and fitness stuff consistently, books I'm reading, all that type of stuff. I want to post daily. I've been doing a good job about posting stuff that's interesting to me in my story, but I want to start uh, making posts on social media consistently. So that's uh, um, basically one social media, uh, Instagram post a day. So basically just kind of setting minimums um, going forward. And then I have some some own personal financial goals I'm not going to get into on this. But um, the the for me, the big thing was determining what minimums I need to set or I think I can hold that are going to help me, you know, push the ball forward throughout the rest of my life. And those are, those are the big ones. So, yeah, that's a cool way to look at that. Cause you know, it's not going to compromise the other things you have to be doing. As yeah. Well. Cause like, like I was saying with the hundred book thing, like, um, I, I achieved it, but man, I had to sacrifice a lot of other stuff to be able to get that. Like mm. you have to dedicate a lot of time to be able to read that many books, um, no matter how fast you read. Um, and so for me, 50, I can still, I can set, you know, 30 minutes aside a day to read. And I always feel better when I do read, but I'm not having to like, you know, do all this crazy stuff to get a hundred in. So 50 to me is a sustainable goal. And I think that, you know, everybody's different, but for me, that's a, that's a good number for me. Yeah. I just have to say, I, I like, I feel like I have to play the role for the cynical listener, mm. like the, the guy that loves to hate a guy that does things right. That's just, that's the role I'm playing here. Great. <laughs> Trying to skip Hunter's goals for 2021. Yeah, it's the shoe fits. It's totally, <laughs> totally. So I'm like, I love when people celebrate my success, but I don't really want to listen to yours. Yeah. So fast hey, forward. I fell, oh, we didn't even talk about the sugar wad, uh, the sugar thing. Sugar thing, yeah. I, 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 I fell flat on my face on that one. <laughs> I, I realized, I think it was like three or four weeks in. I can't remember when it was, but I think it was at like a birthday party or something. And I was like, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't eat cake at my niece's birthday party. I deserve like, this yeah. cake. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like, I don't want to be that guy in the corner. It's like, oh, I'm not having sugar this year. I'm not going to eat my niece's uh, birthday cake. I'm like, man, that's not worth it. Like, why? Why? What? what's the point of even doing this? And so I, I realized pretty quickly, I was like, I just said I want to do this because it sounded cool. But at, at in reality, like, I mean, it, it's it's not that big a deal. And I don't want to be that guy, so... You know, I I think you should just say that you're not going to have chips for 2021. I, I would never say that. <laughs> That's a boring life. Yeah. <laughs> no chips. All right, now can we get to recommends? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sorry. All right, I've got I've got a recommend that is actually a delay recommend. I just care enough about this guy's art to admit that I missed it. Okay, so this is a this is a very vulnerable place for me. Okay. Yeah. So I have just just. Uh, taking the dive into Chris Stapleton's new album that is no longer new because <laughs> this happened mm. November of last year. Uh, 2020? Yeah. But oh, I'm, that's not, you're not that far I off. I missed it. I missed it. But for me and the Stapleton stuff, like yeah. the second it comes out, I'm like, whoa, what's up? 
Uh, but I would recommend if you are one of those kind of old new country, new old country sort of Americana is what they've changed it to now. Really? Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, he just does a great job. Uh, this guy, obviously everybody knows he can write a song, uh, but he's really moving towards that highwayman kind of vibe. And you, I love when an artist gets to that point and we don't have time for the mayor conversation, but we, you know, we'll do that later when an artist gets to a point where he's like, okay, I've made it. I've made my money. I've got a reputation. I'm going to make some music that is exactly me, and I don't care if nobody buys it. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I really enjoy. Plus, his fallback, like, he was writing songs for years Years. before he started doing his own stuff, like, really diving off into it. Yeah. In fact, I wonder when I listened to, I wondered, is any of this actually new? Or is he just going back just and pulling bank in the, yeah. yeah, like, oh, I wrote this in, in 2010. You know? I think a, a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. So, But it's it's he's got some good tracks. An interesting track on the album is he talks about the Vegas shooting, which that just kind of disappeared from, it did, yeah. you know, like that was a really, really bad thing. Yeah. And, uh, it really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, he, he goes back and he's, he started talking about a shooting. I'm like, man, I wonder which one he's talking about. And then he brought up Vegas. I'm like, gosh, I totally forgot about that. Uh, but he has a line in there, and he says uh, something to the effect of, "If I had my choice, I'd, I I would have put the last bullet first. Like, that's a pretty solid line right there. Like, mm-hmm. I wish you would have just taken your misery out on yourself instead of hurting my friends. Yeah. So he just has a knack for saying things really well. It's it's worth a listen. Yeah, and you'll be the hero of any tailgate that you get to whenever that happens again. <laughs> if you know this new Stapleton album, so highly recommend. That's a good recommend. Good. Stapleton's always a winner. Yep. My turn. Yeah. All right. Um, going less artful, uh, and to just something, I, I didn't do the thing everybody else did where like, I just crushed Netflix over 2020. Uh, I fell in love with like YouTube and like even further waste of time. Uh, (laughs) but somehow I was, uh, I was hanging out with the daughter and this is totally chased by the way. He's the guy that'll walk in to a conversation and be like, Hey, did you know that the original guy that made the recipe for the stuffing and Oreos was actually? It's like, where did you even figure this out? <laughs> if you YouTube. scroll far enough, it's YouTube. there. Yep. Um, but I was watching the daughter. She was in the playroom playing by herself, and so we finally made the genius decision of pulling the TV we never use into the playroom, uh, so that like I don't I don't feel like such a piece of trash looking at my phone and like glancing up at my daughter every now and then now the tv's right there and i have to look right past her just to watch it so my eyes always on her always on her but i also get to take in some great entertainment because of this i have found a show uh i would have never ever 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 clicked on this show uh pre-2019 my pride would have just been too big (laughs) but somehow i did it I clicked on the show Designated Survivor, starring Kiefer Sutherland and a slew of other people. Uh, man, it is the antithesis of stuff that I would regularly watch, but it is a very, very good show. Yeah, I, I it, can confirm. It's got that um, classic like um, cable drama feel you know Mm -hmm. like uh honestly it has 2020 has 24 vibes it has ncis vibes you like that kind it's like almost cheesy but it's also interesting at the same time (laughs) except it's been it's done really well and the acting isn't just garbage and keeper sutherland man 
What an American treasure. <laughs> Except he may be Canadian, now that I think about it. I'm not sure. That doesn't matter in America. He's, yeah, he's starring in American start. television. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, if Jim Carrey can be an American treasure, Kiefer Sutherland so, can, so right? Can he, yeah. And you're pulling for him the whole time. They're, they're taking into account his acting portfolio. Yeah. And you're seeing him struggle to lead. And you're like, do I give? Do I need to give like a mini synopsis of like what the premise is? Because you, I mean, you figure it out. I think so, people like, are not going to click on it. So yeah, so... It, if you don't know the term designated survivor, uh, it's when, like, if something like the State of the Union, hint, hint, is going on, uh, and everybody that's anybody in Washington, D.C. is there, they assign one person in the chain of secession in the presidential line, like, really far down there. It's usually very low, yeah. Yeah, to hang out somewhere that's not there with everybody else in case some cat- catastrophe happens. Somebody's got to run the country. Yes. Um, so... Spoiler alert, that happens in the first, like, eight minutes of the show. Um, and, he's, and he's alive. Yeah, and, he's alive, and so yeah. it's Kiefer Sutherland. It's like eating a cheeseburger at a hotel, you know, two blocks down the street exactly. or something. Um, and so he gets thrown into the presidency in, this, in the span of, you know, a few seconds. Uh, great show so far. I've made it uh, almost all the way through season one. Uh, and usually you would know if it's a bad show already or not by this point. So I feel comfortable recommending it yeah so hop in in the car with me take the journey we're gonna see how Kiefer does Sweet. yeah can he become presidential uh I, I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast and they, they were talking about tv shows and they were like I think there somebody said that there was a lot of good shows out in 2020 and he's like I don't know if there's a lot of good shows or if just our collective uh standards, the standards have dropped, <laughs> dropped so much yes. because we watch so much TV but uh that I was that's like that's probably a good the better point. answer. That's a good point. Yeah. Um mine's uh did I, did I talk about Your Honor on this show? No. Okay, so Your Honor is a TV show. Have you guys heard of it? It's on Showtime. Uh-uh. Brian Cranston. Oh gosh, what a great man. Yeah, it is. Man, it's awesome. It, it's still going on right now. I think there's about 3 or 4 episodes left, but it's basically about this uh judge in New Orleans and it's filmed in New Orleans, which is really cool cuz they really capture the New Orleans feel. Uh, but his son um, accidentally hits uh, this kid who's driving a motorcycle and uh, leaves him for dead and he dies. And um, it turns out that he is the son of the top uh, criminal um, head of the boss, yeah. mob oh, boss in New oh, Orleans. Oh. And uh, so now he's trying to protect his son. So this is a hypothetical. There's no mob in New Orleans, but it makes for, <laughs> it makes for a great story. <laughs> if it's, there was. Yeah, it's really, really good, and I mean, he's just a phenomenal actor. It's done really well. The acting's great, and the the storyline's really good. So, who plays his son? Uh, so not really. I don't really. I, I honestly, I don't like that. The kid who plays him, I don't like the actor. Mm. Um, I, I'm, well, but, I mean, he killed him. Well, now I got a Google. But it's on got uh, it's got some uh, some of the actors from from The Wire and some of the, some other really good TV I shows. I keep meaning to watch that show. Oh, you where do you watch find it? Uh, it's on HBO. Okay. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it on there. What? Yeah. Shit. Amazon Easy. Prime is Sorry, all Kiefer. HBO stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Kiefer. I think. Or maybe, no, maybe I have the HBO. I think you have to have the HBO Okay, pass. I have that. That's yeah. right. I do have it. It's like $10 a month. One more thing. One more subscription. The office leaves now. And- yep. Um. So anyways, Your Honor on Showtime with Brian Cranston. It's a great show. So we're stacked for entertainment. Two shows and an album. Take that. What more do you need? Yeah, speaking of tracks, we have tracks for fitness. We got tracks for entertainment. Yeah, that ought to get you about two weeks. Yeah. Until our, <laughs> our next episode. Speaking of, we should probably end this one so we can have another one. Oh, is that we record these back to back? I didn't know that. Yeah, why not? Okay.
the silky smooth sounds.